Welcome back to the Fancy Charger Podcast with your boy Chris. I'm Justin. And today we are doing our July running back rankings. Oh yeah, we're going to do these running back rankings. Um, we just have to say a farewell to Mr. Cam Akers, finding out the terrible news today that he tore his Achilles. I was really big on the kid. I, I, I wanted him so badly in League of Nations. That's, that was my target. And now he's gone. And I don't know if, you know, Henderson's going to get any value. I'm staying away from him. But, um, but yeah, farewell to Akers. Yeah, pretty sad uh, in, in injury, bad news to wake up to. Yeah, it sucked. But, yeah, it's it, it's kind of crazy how we, we were planning to do our rankings today. And I'm happy. Uh, I'm not happy that it happened. But, but like, I'm happy that we were able to, like, take him off, move people up. Maybe, we we would have had to someone. redo the whole episode yeah, exactly. and everything. Sure would have sucked. So, yeah, we got our top 25 running back <laughs> rankings. <laughs> In uh, as of July, uh, mid July, and we're gonna put out another rankings in mid August or early August. Right before, if anything changes, yeah, basically the end of preseason. Right before everyone starts drafting. Yeah. So let's get on into it. Who's the number one? Who Who else would be number one, guys? Come on, it's CMC. I don't care that he's he can't he's coming back from injury. The kid's a beast. He's the PPR monster. Um, he can literally do one thousand, one thousand like that. He's that type of player. And he's going to be crazy for fantasy. He's always the number one pick. So, yeah, he's not much more I can say about it. Christian McCaffrey's in a league of his own. So, there's not much else to say about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know anyone that's going to put him, like, behind number one. So, yeah. we put it number two. Mr. Dalvin Cook. Um, Ooh, crazy yes. monster yes, season did. last year. Um Pretty much, uh, he didn't. I don't. Did he stay healthy the entire season last year? Oh, uh, I think he missed. Uh, he left early from a game, and then he missed one game. Okay. Well, still a great season out of Dalvin Cook. Um, they really depended on him with the run. That's the Vikings' uh, forte now, and it's been a really good year for him. That I believe it's going to be this year. I think he's going to maybe best his last year, to be honest. And I won't be surprised. That's why he's number two, right behind CMC. Yeah, I, I I was a Dalvin Cook owner in um in League of Nations last year and he was awesome. Um he uh he might be the only person that could out finish McCaffrey as the number one I think this year just cuz how how the Vikings are so committed to the running the ball mm-hmm. and how much uh, belief they have in Dalvin Cook and his talents. He's he's a home run hitter. He he can um he he, he can have those 30 point weeks any any given week. He has a good matchup. You know what's about to happen with him. He's a monster. He should be going in the top three of every uh, redraft league. Of course. Who's number three? Number three. So we had the debate over, um, was it Kamara over Henry? But, you know, I um, kind of came up to the idea that Kamara is more of a PPR stud. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to be, they're going to need to depend on him a lot more than, you know, like their, their wide receiver core. He's basically a receiver also. And so for PPR standards, that's amazing. So number three is Mr. Alvin Kamara. I'm a huge fan of Kamara. Kamara is my number two in my rankings. I'm a huge fan of him. He, uh, like, there's he's second to none with the pass catching abilities. Him and McCaffrey are on the top of the league. He's um, he's gonna have an awesome year. I feel like people are uh, are are staying away from him because they don't know about the quarterback situation. But when you look at a lot of Alvin Kamara's big plays. He makes a lot of it happen for himself. It's not, it's like like all the huge highlights. He, he like anyone can make that little throw to him behind the yard, uh, behind the line of scrimmage, and he's mm-hmm. gonna make it happen. 
he he's a monster. He's having an awesome start to his career, and there's no holding back for this season. I think I like, like he's my RB two, and he's like uh, one of my safer picks. Him and him and CMC like. Mm-hmm. I, I can't go wrong with either he's of them. He's such a swift runner, and he's very agile, and he just also has a knack for the end zone himself. I mean, and he doesn't go down easily, very good uh, lower uh, lower gravity. He's very he's a very hard runner, um, pure runner, in my opinion. He does well with pass catching. I, I won't be surprised if he gets 80 targets this year. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, that's why he's, he's number three. Every season he's had, he's had at least 80 catches. Exactly, so there you go. Now, number four, Mr. Probably 2000 again, Derrick Henry. I mean, with a 17-game season, I won't be surprised if he puts up 2000. Only way that he doesn't is if he gets hurt, which I doubt it because this kid's, this kid's a beast. And, um, you know, having uh, Julio and A.J. Brown on the outside, you know, they can't really stack the box against him, and that's just going to open up things for Henry. And that O-line is pretty decent. They can hold their own, and he always falls forward for yards. So it's going to be really nice for fantasy this year. How do you even game plan against the Titans? I I, 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 honestly, I, I, I don't honestly know. don't even know either. I don't know. But yeah, Derrick Henry's due for another monster year. He's he, like it's it, he's still the king and no one's going to take the crown from him. Mm-mm. He's probably going to lead the league in rushing again and you just know he's going to have that heavy workload and um if he can get some more work in the passing game, it's just going to be a monster year for him again mm-hmm. and like he, uh, you just know what you're gonna get with Henry every single week. He's gonna get at least twenty five carries, and he's probably gonna find the end zone mm-hmm. almost every game. He's he's just a freak athlete, and um, he's been killing it in the off season. I like I I'm seeing it like every day, always working out, always keeping his body right. He's he's just gonna have another monster year, and you just know, like exactly. Derek Henry's the king. No, I totally understand what you're trying to say there, and like I said, if 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 you're in a position where they take Kamara and Henry, honestly... It's a coin flip, man. Yeah, on, it, it just depends on what you want. And definitely in standards, Henry rocks Kamara. But in PPR, Kamara kind of has the edge over him because of the catches. But Derrick Henry still is going to put up probably, you know, he's going to have big, huge games of 20, 25 points. I'm, I won't be surprised if he averages maybe 19... He's on the better offense. Yeah, exactly. 19, 20 points a game. I won't be surprised. Yep. That's just who he is. All right, number five. This is a guy that made... um. Made a name for himself last year in his rookie year, and that's Mr. Jonathan Taylor. And I love JT. He fixed his fumble problems. Um, he is one of the hardest runners in the NFL, next to Chubb, in my opinion. Um, he fights for yards. He gets a lot of touchdowns. Um, he They use him in the passing game, too. They have a better quarterback now, in my opinion, with Carson Wentz. So, And who, who wouldn't want to run behind that O-line? That O line yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. Probably the number one in the NFL, and they have a really good running back behind it now. And he's going to take off this year and definitely be a top five running back. Taylor could do it all. Uh, they really killed it with that draft pick, and I I love how he bounced back from a shaky rookie year to the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. He's he 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 has all the tools to be like the best running back in the league, maybe in two years or something like that. He was a league winner. He yeah, was a league winner. No doubt. We all have to realize that in the championship. He helped me uh, win a championship, and I'm guessing he helped a lot of other people too. And whoever traded for him, you know, early in the season, could shit because this kid's a dog, and he probably is going to rank into the top five we, this year. We preached the talent to Jonathan Taylor uh, last year. Before man. last year, I said, I literally, last year. I remember you said, I think uh, during one of our Sleeper Saturdays, I said Jonathan Taylor because I, you know, mm-hmm. no one knew about Marlon Mack going down, but still, yeah. like, I, I had a lot of faith in JT yeah. taking his job. 
And that's exactly what happened. And JT's going to be a beast this year. And if you have him in Dynasty, you're going to have him for a long time to come. And he's going to be a top five running back for a while. Yeah. Uh, I, I love how we totally agreed like going into last year's draft that John Taylor was the number one running back in that whole class. Yeah, and, it, and it was a great running back class. Of course. And uh, I, I, I just see the sky's the limit for Taylor uh, this year. And he's going to have an awesome sophomore campaign. Of course. Uh, number six, we have the, honestly, my opinion, the comeback player of the year in Saquon Barkley. I, he's just been working. He's been working out in the offseason. He looks really good. Um, I want to see how he feels in training camp. And then um, maybe a one preseason game, we'll, we'll see some reps out of him. I don't know if he's going to be ready for week one. That's the yeah. one thing that you know varies with Saquon because he doesn't even know himself if the coach is going to put him out there. But uh, Saquon Barkley's a beast. He's He had one really big injury. And if I still think he has enough in the tank to just come out and no one's going to even remember that injury. Think about Dalvin Cook. He tore his ACL, come back really strong. Todd Gurley tore his ACL in college. He was a beast with the Rams. So I think Saquon is on his way to being a comeback player of the year. Yeah, we've seen it before. Um, I I think Saquon Barkley is, he might be the most talented running back in the entire league. Probably, he's yeah. He's a mismatch with the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. And he he could do it all. And I feel like Daniel Jones is going to depend on him a lot. The thing is, I really hope that he's healthy for week one or he's like, because the reports are saying that he's unsure mm-hmm. about it. And you don't want to chase injuries. You don't want to find injuries because injuries will find you. That's why I feel like some people in drafts are gonna, you know, look away from him in the top five and be like, "Oh, let someone else grab him." But and we're like, not we're not ranking him because he's hurt. Either. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we we just like the five guys ahead of him as of right now. Mm-hmm. If we get some more clarity about his uh, his injury and listen, everything, if he's ready to go week one, who knows? Listen, guys, I won't be surprised if if he plays week one, he balls out, and then for the next three weeks, he's running back three for the next, you know, going into the midseason. I won't be surprised, because he's Saquon Barkley. He was running back two, what, two years ago? Yeah, he's RB1 so, potential, too. Of course. So, yeah, we both love Barkley. Uh, we're, we're, not, we're not shying away anything because of any injury, uh, mm-hmm. if he's still, like, hurt or anything. Uh, we're, we're all good on that. Who is number seven? Uh, number seven is Saquon. Oh, we're not Saquon. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, Nick Chubb, which okay, is okay. one of the other pure runners in this league. And even with Kareem Hunt on on his ass in that backfield, it's still like Chubb is. He scores. He knows how to get. He he scores mad touchdowns. He explains um what it is to be a uh, a run through the 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 line type of guy. He finds opening his great vision, and he they use him in the pass game as well. So. I won't be surprised if he has another great year and he's a top ten running back. I I, I love Nick Chubb for twenty twenty one. Um, we we I think I think seven is a proper rating. Yeah. Oh my God, bro! If Kareem Hunt wasn't there, he'd easily be in the top three. Oh yeah, of course, because of just his talent. Yeah. He's just a talented runner, and all these young guys are really showing out. I think this is he's going into his third year now, and I, like I said, I don't third care. Third or fourth, I think. I think it's third or fourth, third, yeah. whatever. I honestly don't care that Kareem Hunt's there. He just proves, even with Kareem Hunt there, he's going to score more fantasy points. Yeah. And, like, oh, my God, if Kareem Hunt were to go down at all, oh, my God, Nick Chubb would be, like, a top three play any yeah. any, any given week. It doesn't yeah. matter the matchup. The Browns are going to win a lot of games, and they're just going to feed Chubb and Hunt um, uh, in the garbage time, and he's 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 just going to be a monster. Uh, we, we We both love Nick Chubb a lot, and he's going to have a great year, too. All right, moving on to number eight, we got Mr. Ezekiel Elliott. And, um, you know, with Dak being back, that's his best friend. 
and we saw what can happen with Zeke and Dak in the first five weeks of last season, and he was absolutely a tank, and I won't be surprised if he does it again, because he's Zeke Elliott, he is, um, he fights for every yard that he works for, and they use him a lot in the passing game, and there's not a lot of competition behind him, Tony mm-hmm. Pollard's not competition, in my opinion, for Zeke Elliott, and they're going to depend on him in the run game, and the O-line is a little shaky right now, but he doesn't really, honestly, I don't think he really needs a big O-line to, to become fantasy relevant and top 10 potential. So. Oh yeah, no doubt. I I I think he has top three potential um in PPR leagues. Um, this is a make or break season for Zeke, I think, because if this if this Cowboys offense is like truly prolific, like it looks amazing on paper. We saw how it how awesome it was in the first four or five weeks when Dak was there. Mm-hmm. If if Zeke has a so so year, people might call him like wash. Yeah. But I think I think it's a great pick, and if you can get him at like the one oh one oh eight one oh nine, that's a steal in my opinion. He's he he's a workhorse back. Um, they're gonna give him all the opportunities in the world, and I I just I just love uh it like with Dak back like they're they're to me uh they're gonna be a very high scoring offense. I can't even talk right now because their defense sucks. The defense sucks. The offense is also stacked, and mm-hmm. uh, Zeke's gonna be a big part of it. And I mean, look at those goal line carries. I don't see like like I said. There's no competition behind him to get those um those touchdowns at the goal line, other than Dak. But it's still Zeke Elliott. They're gonna depend on him. He's a true RB one yeah. uh, in this year. Don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely not. He's Zeke Elliott. We've seen what he can do in years past. So. Number eight's a, a fair ranking. Yeah, of course. It's Zeke and Chubb. He I could think move up. Could he like, could yeah, move up by August. Maybe maybe we get, we get stronger feelings about Zeke. But yeah, we'll see. Um, now moving on to number nine. Um, this is a guy that you know came on the uh, NFL as you know a passing back. Um, he's he's very small, but he's very versatile also, and he's kind of like a little small receiver in my opinion, and that's why he's ranked high in PPR, and that's Austin Eckler and. I honestly think Eckler can have a great season. Um, he he was out, what, I think six weeks last season, and now he's coming back, and he has Herbo, who's in his second year, who's finally taking control as the leader of that offense. And um, a lot of people love Eckler this year. They think he's RB1 potential, and in the top 10 rankings, that's RB1's potential, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So. I think I, I, I think it's a very fair ranking. He's coming into a very good situation here. They made strong acquisitions to the O line. They drafted Rashawn Slater. They they um, they they picked up Brian Bulaga last year, I think, yeah. and then they and then they stole the center Corey Lindsley this mm-hmm. year from the Packers. So, like, it 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 could turn into like one of the best O lines in the league, and Eckers running behind it. I I don't feel like Josh Kelly is gonna like take any anything crazy from him. No. I don't feel like whoever else Was is it there. Justin Jackson. Justin, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, He's. He has uh like eight catch uh a game potential, really especially does. in this offense. And w- we saw a small sample size with him, Keenan, and Herbert all in the same field at the same time. And Eckler had some great games. Yeah. And we we saw two years ago. I think he finishes the as the RB four. Yep. When um when Melvin Gordon got hurt or held out yeah, or whatever. I that. Yeah. But yeah, like like we know what he can do on a full season schedule if he could stay healthy. Yeah. It's a, it, 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 I I think it's a great pick. I think that Eckler has the you know the potential of being a Camara because of the fact that both don't really run a lot of yards but they're huge in the passing game and I think Eckler is just like that and I won't like he I think he he'll, he'll be a 
fine RB1, high RB2. In my if opinion. you get him as an RB2, ooh, that'd be yeah, nice, that's, man. It's a, it, that's a crazy duo if you have two really t- – that's two top ten running – two top nine running backs in our rankings if you can do that. But um, we love Eckler, and like I said, just because of Herbert, I think he's just going to be better with Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to number 10, Joe Mixon. He needs a comeback year. He's finally on an offense that actually looks like it could score a lot of points with Joe Burrow coming back. He's drafted Jamar Chase. And that's the thing. With all these receivers, that you can't really stack the box against Mixon. Listen, I hate their O-line. Their O-line is absolutely garbage, and it might hurt Mixon in, the, in a couple of games. But I don't think it's going to take away from his potential. He's a great... Gio Bernard's not there, and he was a huge person when he took away targets. Samaj P. Ryan's not a pass catcher. And I think and Joe Mixon Donald the best pass catching back on that team right now. So Joe Burrow depends on him in the run game. You'll see Mixon putting up top ten numbers this year. Yeah, Mixon uh just turned twenty five. He's 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 still in that early part of his career. He's I I just see him having a great season. He's he's an RB one in my eyes. He's um He's in the best situation that he's ever had in his career. This is the best offense the Bengals had since the, the A.J. Green days. Mm-hmm. And Gio Bernard's not there. Um, his offensive coordinator said he's not going to be off the field at all. So, like, like, I love him more than probably the next, like, six running backs we talk about. I, I, I forgot our rankings, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a more clear uh, workhorse role. And he's had two RB1 seasons in the past, and I, I, I think this could be his best season as a whole. And I love this. I, I love how he fits in this offense. I think the receivers are going to help him. I think this is going to be a much more efficient offense, and I think the Bengals are on the come-up this year. Of course. And I'm a Steelers fan saying that. And I have big, I have big hopes for Joe Mixon this year. He has a nice schedule. Um, he's he's going to get a really strong workload. I, I, I could see, like, 350 carries and a ton of – a ton of targets and a ton of catches. He's he's me great, and Only I see I see him as a strong like low RB one. He 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 can creep into that mid RB one tier, mm-hmm. and if you can get him as RB two, that'd be fire. I think he's due for a, a huge year this year. And uh, one the one thing that you know is a, a flaw Mixon is you know he hasn't been he hasn't I don't think he stayed healthy in the past two years. He hasn't finished a whole uh, season out. So that's the one thing you got to watch out for. But um, I don't care about chasing injuries. He's healthy right now. And I think he's going to perform um, going forward into the season. Joe Burrow needs him. He needs that run game or that passing game is going to fall apart. So, um, and you can't, you can't have Joe Burrow, you know, uh, throwing 40 passes a game. Yeah. And like, like you were saying with injuries, I feel like that's, that, that's why so many people are fading him because he probably burned them in the past. He burned me two and a half years, two, two years ago, I think. And, um, but like, I wasn't on him last year, but I'm on him this year. He, he, he just really like sticks out. To me, and I feel like he's a great value. I love how like so many people are just off on him because of years past. Um, I like, I just think it's an amazing situation for him, and I think I think he will have a full healthy season. I think he could be, maybe crack the top seven by the end of the year. Who knows? Okay. But I think ten's a fair ranking. I know you're not the biggest fan of him, but I'm a big fan no, of him. No, I, I am. I'm a I'm a decent fan of Joe Mixon. Now I I love the Bengals offense, and I think they have a lot of opportunity on that team to show that they're actually. A competitor. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, you know, they couldn't really finish a season and show what their potential was because Joe Burrow got hurt. But he's back now, and I, a lot of people 
think that Joe Burrow can be, uh, you know, um, a comeback player of the year candidate also. Yep. So I think that's going to help out Mixon even more. One more thing about Mixon. I, I, I just like him so much more because he's a clear, like, workload, everything, compared to these other running backs that they're all hyping up in, like, year two and everything mm-hmm. like that. I just think don't get so amazed over these year two running backs who, who have – like 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 Swift has like Jamal Williams and you don't want to like chase that but like oh Swift's so cool to watch all that you might get burned just passing up on Mixon I'm just gonna warn you like right Mixon now Mixon could get fifth I wouldn't be surprised in that you know if it, if it's very pass heavy which it probably it, it, there's a good chance it might be but I think he'll balance out I still think he can get fifty fifty targets this year no he'll get more fifty or more targets yeah. this year. But um, I really like him for PPR standards, and he's a top 10 uh, back in our rankings. That's just it. Now moving on to 11, we have Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones has not disappointed in the past two years. He has been a beast with Aaron Rodgers in that Packers offense. Um, the O-line has been a little depleted, and I feel you know the, with the whole Aaron Rodgers situation, that has to bring him down a little bit. But... Now, let's say Jordan Love comes in and Aaron Rodgers gets traded or whatever. I still think Aaron Jones can, you know, crank uh, top, be in the top 15 because of the fact that he knows how he has a knack for the end zone and they're going to depend on, depend on him in the passing game. He's shown it last year. What was he, RB3 last year or, some, or something around he was, there? He was, uh, I think he was in the top five. I think he might have been number five. Top he wasn't, five he wasn't and then top the year, three. year before that, he was RB3. So, I mean, we, I thought that Jones was going to fall off last year. I mean, he had 14 touchdowns, I think, two years ago, uh, or six. Yeah, he had, he had like 17 touchdowns. He had 17, TVs, some, something it more. It was than something that. like that. And he regressed a little bit this year, but he still was very good. And if Aaron Rodgers stays on that team, watch out. Um, Aaron Jones would definitely move up in my rankings. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I feel like when we do our August rankings, it'll be more clear mm-hmm. and all Hopefully. that. Yeah. And I feel like as of right now, I know, I, I know people are doing like redraft leagues. I see all over Instagram. I, I think it's a really good value right now to go grab. Like the Packers, um, like 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 Adams or Jones, just because like, if he were to come back and you're getting them in like the mid second or like late second even, oh that's a great value. Like 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 we know how consistent Aaron Jones is on this offense, and I think even, um, Aaron Rodgers or not, like I think he could have a really good year, uh, entirely. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't think AJ Dillon is a big threat. I feel like Jamal Williams was a bigger threat for fantasy because of the pass catching and everything. Yeah. AJ Jones has approved himself as a patch catcher they, yet, so they're in East Jones. They gave Aaron Jones a payday, and he's ready to just uh, have another stellar year. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully Rodgers is, is back. The, this is the thing. This is the thing, guys. Um, if you are drafting and the Aaron Rodgers situation isn't panned out yet, but then before week one, Aaron Rodgers is like, "Oh yeah, I'm not sitting out. I'm gonna play. Like I'm gonna play a full season." You just got to steal. Yeah. You basically just got to steal because. Aaron Jones is falling right now into the mid of the second round, and he could be a you know a, a first round pick. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have him at eleven. Um, like I said, I think it's very fair as I of think right it's now too. Fair right now because of all this controversy with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, now moving on to someone that I am I am very big on. I know he's big on him because he's a Steelers fan. And yes, he's a rookie. I don't care. This kid is in the best position possible, and that's Najee Harris out of Alabama. I listen. I could see this kid getting double-digit touchdowns this year. He is a workhorse back. He he's literally the definition of it. And um, listen, the O line it's a little shaky, but they just picked up Tri Turner, which I really like. That um, the defense is always going to you know um, uh, put the offense back on the field because they're this is a very dominant team. And Ben Roethlisberger is getting older. 
Um, people are calling him Mr. Noodle Arm. I think that's bullshit. But um, if that's true, they're going to need a run game. And you saw last year that James Conner was not that guy. And Benny Snell wasn't that guy. McFarlane wasn't that guy. They finally have a running back that is going to produce. And I'm, I think he's going to be scary this year. Don't be surprised if Najee uh, uh, makes it into the top 10 this year. I, don't be surprised. Oh, yeah. Nah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm-hmm. I love Najee Harris. I could see him getting like two, 250 to 300 carries this year. It's, it's that, oh, I, can see that I think it's that type of offense. Um, you've seen in later uh, past years with Le'Veon Bell, he was a monster, and I think this is going to be Najee's starting point. This kid's next up. I'm I'm gonna say like I won't be like I don't want to keep saying that. I personally believe that he can get up to twelve hundred to thirteen hundred yards this year with maybe double digit touchdowns. And PPR, that's the one thing I'm uh, I'm I'm worried about. I don't know about his pass catching. I knew he was used He's a, a lot in Alabama. Catcher. But uh, he has to get accustomed to the new playbook and the NFL. And if he could do that, watch out. Making like one-handed snags and uh, OTAs. Now nah, he's a dog, and he like like oh, I, there's so much I just want to talk about Najee. All right, so this Mac Canada offense is going to be awesome for Najee and the run game. So many motions. You guys are going to love watching the Steelers. You guys hate the Steelers. The fucking NFL community is so toxic against the Steelers. You guys are going to love to watch them. You're just going to hate on us when we keep winning. <laughs> Najee Harris is going to have a, a great year. Like, I love how we revamped the O-line, even though it's not... Amazing. It's, it's not, like, pretty to look at or, yeah. like, the names or anything. I think, I, I, I think it's going to take strides this year, hopefully. I think, I think last year we had a lot of injuries on the O-line. We literally lost our, our right tackle for the entire year. DeCastro was hurt the whole year. That's why we cut him. He's still hurt now. It was... It, it just wasn't... It and I really like these young guys. They're gonna want to step up. They're gonna want to keep their jobs. It's gonna be awesome. Um, Najee Harris is going to be the ultimate workhorse. When he got drafted to the Steelers, first of all, I was like crying tears of joy. Second off, I was thinking fantasy gold right there. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be a beast. Um, he's a great pass catcher. They're, they're gonna change this entire offense to just we, we we finally got our workhorse, and I'm so happy. You guys, you guys could just knock about the O line, bro. But he's gonna make plays past the line of scrimmage. And and he he, he might be the best. Henry, he opinion. might he might be like, I like I like his tape more than like Josh Jacobs. He might he might be the best running back coming out of Alabama since Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. I think so. At I least. won't be surprised. He was a monster at Alabama. He's gonna be a monster in the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's gonna, he's gonna have a great rookie year. I like like, um, betting line. I I I I could see him winning rookie of the year this year. Yeah. Even with Trevor him, Lawrence. Him and- him, T Law, and Chase, like those are my top three guys to win rookie of the year this year. So it's just it's just so clear, and 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 they're just they're they're foreshadowing what they're gonna get to Najee, and you guys are c- kind of sleeping on it at this point. I think I feel I feel like he has a late second round grade, early third round grade, and I don't think that's too high. Um, like like pe- people are being drafted with um with like really strong handcuffs, and you're like, oh, I mean, like he's gonna he's gonna do good in this situation, not in situation. Najee has a clear cut workhorse role and he has no competition behind him and the Steelers are all in on him when he carries a game he's he's gonna be he's the first person at at workouts and he's the last person to leave I I, I'm just hearing everything it's so awesome to hear he's key I I just can't wait to watch him play in in September and he's gonna have an awesome year and I I could see him finishing as a top five ceiling top five ceiling ceiling. top five ceiling ceiling and he's being drafted he's being he could be a high. He could be a very high RB two this year, or proved to be a low RB one. Depends on. That's how not they, even biased. It's, it's not, not even bi- biased. I'm not biased here. I'm not a Steelers fan. I'm a Giants fan. I still see that. 
So, all right. That's enough analogy. We have him at 12. I think that's a very fair ranking for I had a to rookie. Tweak. I had to tweak. Yeah, I know. I know you I did. Tweak. Uh, moving on to 13, uh, DeAndre Swift uh, going into his second year. Um, Swift has proven that he is a pass-catching back. Um, he has uh, an okay O-line, um, a really shit quarterback, and no wide receiver help uh, to help the air game. So, don't be, you know, DeAndre Swift can have 80, 90 targets this year through the air because I think Jared Goff is going to have to depend on him. There's no clear-cut number one on that team. There's no really clear-cut receivers on that team, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And they're going to be fighting... Um, from behind a lot the team is just not good and we all know that but um swift is going to be you know an rb2 this year and it's just it's just facts because of the fact that he's really one of the only good targets on that team other than hawkinson so yeah that's why i have him at 13 um you guys kind of see like the like, like, like i think if we were doing a tier list it drops from naji to the swift range mm-hmm. with yeah. the next like three or four guys we're going to talk about mm-hmm. but i still love De- uh, deandre swift this year um i was kind of off of him I-, I was on like i have mood swings with this kid he's he- he's really fun to watch i really don't like what they're what they're what the reports are about with um with their coach saying that they're going to run with the hot hand and that bring in them bring in jamal williams and then uh, hosting Todd Gurley for a in, like an interview workout, whatever. Just um, DeAndre Swift, he's young. He's just believe, just believe. Yeah, exactly. Him. I don't understand why. I believe they, all this controversy. they sent the second round Listen, pick from last year. Yeah, you guys know you're gonna be probably top, th- uh, you know, last three in the NFL. So I mean, just give this kid his workload, and he could prove that he's gonna be a good back for you. Because you guys haven't had one since Barry Sanders, in my opinion. So. Hopefully that's yeah. that's that's not a good thing with this. Exactly. Like, like they don't have a good history with producing really good running backs. Obviously, so, since because I feel like they don't, you know, they don't give anyone a shot. They had carry on Johnson. He he fell off. And Bishop's I don't know. No, no, Bishop Sankey. Um, but like this is a different type of running back. He's a new he's a new prototype running back, and I think he could be great for PPR. Um, I I don't I, listen. He can get like five or six targets a game. I won't, yeah, yeah, and that's great. Um. That's that that's where he's really gonna hit and and that's where he stands apart from some of these other guys. Um, I'm a big fan of Swift in the passing game. Uh, I know he can make moves on the ground too. The thing is, um, I like I just I'm a little skeptical with them being behind and him. Ha- he has to be on the field and he has to get those third down work. But it's a very talented player. I think they got a gem in him. Hopefully they use him this year. All right, that was DeAndre Swift. On a shit offense, but hey, top target. Hey, he's a great player. All right, number 14. All right, this is my guy. Everyone knows it. I'm a huge J.K. Dobbins fan. I have him in the League of Nations. I kept him in the ninth round, which is a steal. I don't care what anyone says. Dobbins at what, 13? 14. 14, okay. So a lot of people hate Dobbins. Apparently he's PPR, RB, or no, he, he was the second... He got the second most. He didn't even get the second most carries on his team last year. Uh, the, he was R, finished RB thirty eight, not uh, not PPR or in PPR. So yes, J.K. Dobbins has not proved himself as a pass catching back. But John Harbaugh says that you know they're going to use him more, um, in the you know around the the line of scrimmage, and I think that's great because I don't think Gus Edwards is a passing back. Justice Hill is irrelevant. And um, <laughs> you of Justice Hill. You, that's funny. We saw that J.K. Do- we saw that J.K. Dobbins with the last six weeks of the season. You know he was averaging almost 
15 carries, eight almost 82 yards, and about a touchdown. And that's not even talking about what he did in the playoffs. He was uh, he was he played very well. And I think, like I said, with DJ, DeAndre Swift and these second year running backs, um, that the new prototype. And yes, Lamar Jackson likes to run the ball, but in Pat and in read option uh, read option situations, who do you think is going to be there? It's going to be J.K. Dobbins. And when Lamar doesn't want to take the ball, he's going to give it to J.K. And J.K. also fights for yards. He also, I'm pretty sure, he not lead the NFL, but he averaged six yards. I think six yards on the ground. I'm I'm pretty sure it was six yards on the ground. I'm not per carry. Per carry. Per carry. Six yards per carry. That's exactly what it was. And that's a lot. That's that's you know that's Derrick Henry range. So. You guys can sleep on him all you want. I personally love him. I think he is a, easily an RB2 this year, and I think he's just going to perform. And I don't see Gus Edwards doing doing much other than maybe stealing a couple goal line carries. Third down back, I'm trusting Dobbins over Gus Edwards. Yeah, and the the only thing that scares me is he doesn't get a lot of opportunities with the pass-catching work. Mm-hmm. It's not that he can't like make plays in the passing game, and hopefully they do get him into that because... If 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 he gets targets and work, then he he's gonna be something scary this year. Mm-hmm. But it does scare me a little bit. His it's his just last the way the offense works. Yeah, his his last uh, seven weeks of the regular season, we saw what he did in week seventeen. Even though that week did not matter for fantasy, we saw that. Mm-hmm. And like, like really look me in my eyes and tell me that Gus Edwards is gonna steal this whole workload from him. Like people are saying that it's gonna without be like, like smiling. People think it's gonna be half and half. Like that's it's, such bullshit. It's not gonna like, happen. He's, I, he's I just, just gonna keep his, He's just gonna keep him. Um, he's gonna keep him. It, it's gonna be fresh legs, but like obviously J.K. is gonna get most of the work. Like it's just clear as day. Like 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 he he had a really strong end of the season. We saw it in the playoffs and in the we, biggest situations. He scored exactly. He has a nose for the end zone, man. Like also one thing that I've seen in the red zone with JK last year through the last six weeks where he actually started, you know, getting his opportunities is that he made the most of it. I mean, he had a touchdown in the last six weeks. So like, if you put that on a pace for a 16 game scale, he can have a crazy season. It just depends on how John Harbaugh uses him this year. And yes, I know Harbaugh said he's using all his backs. I honestly don't care because of the fact that JK is the better uh, running back. And I think he's more fantasy. Relevant He'll set than himself Gus Edwards. Uh, Listen, in the pack. Bro. I love he's Gus so Edwards talented. for a cuff back. That's a, I think it's a great cuff back to have and good fantasy value later in, in later rounds. But if you want, a, you know, a flex or an RB2, I think JK Dobbins is a fine player to have on your team. Yeah, and I totally agree. Um, uh, one one more thing. Um, I always, sometimes I'm a year off with running backs, and it's like a weird trend with me. And I was so big on JK. He was one of my sleeper Saturdays from last year, and I like I I liked it because it wasn't a good value that hurt me by the end of the year that mm-hmm. I took him in. I think I got him in like round eight or nine in most of my leagues, which is fine. And usually those those rounds either hit or miss. And I'm gonna say he missed for me, but. Like, 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 I was so big, uh, like, I was so big on him and his talents that he was going to take over Mark Ingram's job, and he did. Mm-hmm. But it was a little too late. No big deal. I was a year off on him. I was so big on him last year. He's going to have a kill year this year. It's weird. I have a weird thing with that. I missed on Monty in his rookie year. Crazy year, too. We saw it last year. Mm-hmm. I missed on Dalvin Cook, 20 ACL year. Crazy bounce back year. And now look where he is now. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, there's two other examples I just can't think of off the top of my head right now. But... It's a weird thing. 
And like I'm happy, I happy, I'm happy we got him in pigskin. He's gonna yeah, have a great year. I, I love it, and I especially for that Dynasty. might be my only share of him. Hopefully, hopefully not. But like I'm, I'm glad I, I, I have that set in stone. Right, and I have a J.K. Right Dobbins. Right now I have J.K. Dobbins. Very excited. Right for now it. I have J.K. Dobbins, my set in stone RB two right now, and I'm totally okay with it because this kid can put up you know double digit. I like he could put double digit uh, numbers every other week or every week because mm-hmm. we saw it through you know the last stretch of the season and. As the way that they used him in the playoffs, too. Like, I really like that. I honestly saw more work for J.K. Dobbins in that playoff game than I did in Gus Edwards. So, put that to a full season scale, and this is a, an RB, too. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Okay. Moving on to number 15, um, Antonio Gibson. He's so shaky for me, but we're going to put him in the top 15 just because of his potential and what he did uh, last year with the eight touchdowns and 800-something yards or 900. I don't remember what he had. But um, guys, that that toe turf that that toe turf injury turf toe injury is scary. I I'm very worried about if you know he has it one more time. You know that's the end, that's his ending season surgery, and there goes your second third round pick. So we have him top fifteen because of his potential and his upside to be a workhorse back in that uh Reds uh not Redskins sorry guys Washington football team offense Redskins um but uh I'm staying away from him I don't know if you're staying away from him but we have him as a top 15 if he stays perfectly healthy and they give him his workload I'm a fan of Gibson he's he's definitely a risk we did a player spotlight on him so you could see our entire um overview of him I think if he can stay on the field and if he starts off strong and if he's off the foot plate and he's having a great uh, training camp, then I would go uh, all all aboard on the Gibson train this year. I think he could be very good. Um, I think Fitzpatrick's going to check down a lot. I, I'm worried about J.D. McKissick, though. I am very yeah, worried about J.D. Yeah, that too. Like, he's a pest. He's like a Tariq Cohen. He's a, he's a he's, pest in the PPR he's, game. He's, he's, he's turning into more of a pest than Tariq Cohen. Like, he, he he even has, like, standalone value in, like, the 12th, 13th round just because how many targets and catches he gets. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's going to be annoying. Hopefully, Gibson can just steal a little bit of that and get on the field on third downs, man. He's really getting he, – he got outsnapped, like, it was, like, 120-something to, like, 30 on third downs last That's year. That's ridiculous. Or it was I, – I don't remember the, the exact exactly. stat because I'm not huge on Gibson. Mm-hmm. But we did have it in our player spotlight, so if you really want to look deep into that – uh, it's on our Instagram. So, he's got to play third downs, and he's like, 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 we see he made the most of his opportunities. Um, whenever, whenever he was on the field, whenever he got his touches, he was he's a great football player, and they really got a steal in him uh, on that team. He's gonna be their their future running back for years to come, and I, I I'm excited for Gibson. I hope that he can stay healthy, and I hope he comes into the year healthy, or he's running on nine toes. Yeah. <laughs> And you don't want to chase injuries, man. Yes, yeah, that's don't. the one thing. Like that's the only reason I'm staying away from is because of that that injury. That injury's scary. It's not. It's not safe. But yeah. 15 for upside. I'm excited for this uh, football offense, football mm-hmm. team offense, because it's um because like like last year they weren't going into the other weren't fantasy relevant. Now they got McLaurin. Now they got Curtis Samuel. Now they, yeah, you know. Logan Thomas. Yeah. Logan Thomas. Exactly. All right. That's enough of Gibson. Uh, let's move on to number 16, and that's Miles Sanders. Melville would be going off about Gibson. Yeah, he, he probably he, would. He would have been, like, pissed that he was 15, but it's whatever. it is what it is. Um, Miles Sanders uh, had a decent season last year, not the breakout season that I, was, that I want, that I didn't get to see because of his injuries and bad quarterback play. But now they have a new leader in Jalen Hurts, and it's the Hurts effect. 
when Sanders was playing with him, they ran a lot of pass options, um, a lot of read options too, and he was very effective on the ground. And um, I don't like the O-line. I never did. And I despise the Eagles. But I know that Miles Sanders is a decent running back. He can, he has RB2 upside. Um, I think he's like a mid-RB2 in my opinion right now, which is where we have him at 16. And if he somehow be, doesn't drop as many passes as he did last year and they use him well, he could be a very good target because, once again, there's not much left there for Jalen Hurts to use other than Goddard, Smith, not really Rager in my opinion, and then Sanders. Remember so. the narrative that we were saying about the Eagles offense. Forget about last year. It's a whole new year. Mm-hmm. The thing is that worries me about Sanders is they have so many fucking running backs rostered mm-hmm. now. Um, they have Miles Sanders. They have Carryon Johnson. They have Kenneth Gainwell. They have Corey Clement. They have uh, they Boston Scott. Boston still? Scott. Yep. Jesus Christ. That's like six guys. They gotta cut one. They gotta cut a couple before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, have they to. So they um, I hope. I think it's gonna be three. Straight. Obviously, I know Gainwell's gonna stay because they, yeah. they they drafted him. Yeah. And then I think it's gonna be um. They probably keep carry on because maybe Gainwell, carry on Gainwell, or... Gainwell, Scott, and Clement are all like the same. Yeah, prototype. Kind of, yeah, exactly. But. I am a fan of Sanders' ADP. If you can grab him at a right spot, you can actually flex him. Yeah, that's to, pretty dope. To, to a point, and I like, that. I like that. He's a flex in my Dynasty Land League, and I'm I'm all for it. I'm cool with it. Uh, I, I, I do love Miles Sanders as a talent. I think if the Eagles don't go by committee, which I don't think they will, even though about all those rosters, even though they said that they might or whatever. I don't know. I don't really like the reports. I like how Jalen Hurts is on the field. I think I think he's just a transcendent talent, and mm-hmm. this offense is gonna be more efficient. This offense is gonna have a lot of, like it, it like they're gonna be on the field a lot because this defense sucks. Yeah, and I like I just like the opportunity with Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders outran Derrick Henry against top ten defenses last year. Wow. In in yards, and he missed games. Uh, I saw I I saw that the other the day. The one thing I do love about he's Sanders is his burst potential. Yeah. And you know, getting those seventy yard touchdowns. We saw last year this kid. If he gets behind, you know, after, if he gets after the line of scrimmage and he gets into the second, third level, watch out, he's gone. He has that speed, and um, he might be a guy that I missed last year that I'm I'm gonna hope not to miss this year. Like, <laughs> like I'm a fan of Miles Sanders, man, and uh, I think I think last year was just a shit show in the Eagles' offense. We talked about it multiple times. We talked about it twice already on Super Saturdays, I think. So we're just gonna keep that narrative going. Forget about last year; it's a whole new year. I'm a big fan of Sanders. I think 16 is a very Solid ranking. It's right in the middle of the pack, and uh, I think I I think I think I, from I think RB two is a nice. Ceiling I think from him. like I, I said after the notch, if you draft that as four, if you fall, if you fall, if you fall to like the fourth, maybe even fifth round, because he's really falling on underdog. So uh, I I I take a good look into him in in, in those mid rounds area. After uh, like you said about the Najee, you know that tier, and mm-hmm. then we go into the Swift, Dobbins, Gibson, Sanders. Tier, I think any one of those can jump each other. Oh like yeah, of course can, they yeah. can all jump each other, and I won't be surprised if Sanders is leading the pack. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see what happens. Seventeen, David Montgomery. Um, he has an interesting quarterback at play right now, Andy Dalton, which I do believe it will be Fields. You know, probably starting the season, or at least by week five. Um, I think that brings a good aspect because Monty is a pure runner also. He is a workhorse back. Um, Tariq Cohen is back, but like I think, like you said with J.D. McKissick, he's more of a pest than Tariq Cohen. And um, I'm pretty sure Matt Nagy said that he is going to get 20 carries per game, or mm-hmm. he's, gonna, he's probably going to stay on field for 20 carries. So that's huge for, for fantasy upside, and that's why he's a top 20 back um, in our rankings. 
and he falls, you know, right before our, our next back, but um, you'll understand why. And also, the one thing with Monty, he can catch the ball, too. He's, you know, once when Tariq Cohen was down, Monty proved that he can pass catch. And um, I remember he was used very well into the, in the Giants game last year. And this is just something we need to see more. I, I won't be, like, he can move into the top 15 if mm-hmm. he really proves himself. And um, I think he is probably another mid RB two or low RB two in my opinion. Yeah, I I, you I snag him as a three as a flex. It's it's a great value. Mm-hmm. I really I really fucked with the Bears draft this year. I think they killed it. Uh, I think like every round, I I would give them like an A tier like like draft mm-hmm. draft grade. They killed it. They, they drafted Tevin Jenkins. They drafted Justin Fields, and they got the later round. They got the receivers. They got the defense. Oh, gotta love it. That report about Nagy saying that he's going to get at least like 20 carries a game is exactly what you want to hear. And it's insane because a lot of people were fading him at a point, uh, Monty, because they were saying last year was a unicorn year. He had a cake schedule. Well, he's going to face those teams again. He has a really weak division uh, when it comes to against the run. And they didn't really address that, those teams. Like, 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 I, don't, like I, I really didn't see the Lions, Packers, or... Where Vikings really improve on the on, on the defensive side this offseason. so like I think it's gonna be the same team. I think this Bears offense could be fucking lights out with Fields on the like Fields under center, and that's what you want to hear. That's that's if if every running back passed like Swift, like like if they came out and said, oh, I'm gonna give DeAndre Swift twenty carries a week, and they didn't sign like Jamal Williams or whatever. He would be higher. 100%. This, this, this is what you want to hear in a running back. It's all this about is the volume. It's this real, is the volume you want. It's about volume and opportunity. That's what we chase right now. And that's really big for uh, for Monty reaching 17. He could, like I said, he could move into the top, you know, 13, uh, 14, 15 type of tier. And that's just because he's a good, he's a decent running back. He's he, he he's just that workhorse, bro. And I, I'm happy that they're addressing him as that. And I'm happy they're believing in him. That like like this is all really good things you want to hear, and he might be moving up our rankings come the August rankings because yeah, I'm I'm starting to get back on my Monty train, and I've been a big fan of him since he came out. So um, next guy is Josh Jacobs. I'm still on the Jacobs train. I don't give I like a Jacobs. Fuck that Drake is there. Like uh, Drake proved himself that he's not a fantasy relevant back, and Jacobs still is going to get two hundred fifty, two hundred seventy carries. Um, he is using the pass game. He, um, Derek Carr loves to throw to him, and um, he also has a really big knack for the end zone. I remember last year he had a three touchdown game, and that's just who he is. Um, he's a very uh, hard back to bring down, and a lot of people are sleeping on him, and that's fine. You guys, you guys could do all what you want. That's why we have him at eighteen. We don't have many higher because of that that sleeper range. That's the only thing with the pest of him. With Kenyon Drake, and then also the chance of him getting a four game suspension, you know that's you know it's scary to 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 go into. But if you can have, I know that he's gonna fall in drafts because of that suspension. Um, that I don't know if it's most likely, but right now it's in, in the varies of if he's going to be suspended or not. But a lot he's falling because of that, and I think that's huge value for this type of running back because what Jacobs finished I think RB eight last year still even with um even with not the best season and injuries. And now he's fully healthy. Um, he's coming back into uh, an offense that needs a pure runner, and that's who he is. That's why he's at 18. Josh Jacobs' talent is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he could be that steal of the draft where, oh, shit, I fucking, uh, like, uh, I don't really know if I want to take Josh Jacobs here. 
And then that one team's like, oh, I'm all in on Jacobs in the fourth fourth round. Mm-hmm. And then they turn out to be, like, the best team in the league. Yeah. J- if Jacobs could come back to, like, like what we know him as behind this shitty O-line, whatever, if he gets most of this and workload. They, they also upgraded the O-line, too, with, uh, with Leatherwood. Yeah, but the they, they, they also like lost, that. like, Trent Brown and all their, like, uh, real guys, yeah. the, the center, Rodney Hudson. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, this might be the worst O-line in the league now. Over the Bengals? No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. No shot. Bengals are the worst O-line. But no, no, that's what they're saying. Like, the, like, like, like pe- people are really worried. Not, not even about Drake. They're worried about like the O line. They're worried about Derek Carr as a quarterback. They're worried about. They're also worried about Kenyon Drake. But like, it's still. It, I, I, I see this offense as a below average offense in today's NFL and going into twenty one, twenty twenty one. But, but, but for Josh Jacobs' mm-hmm. sake, he could be very good, and I think he could be a big steal. I think, I think it's a solid. I. I think this might be the only would you like, value. If, with yeah, talent would you be shocked if Jacobs gets double digit touchdowns this year? No, no, I wouldn't. He's great. Exactly. So that's why we have him eighteen. Yeah, it's up. Who's nineteen? Ch. He is uh, one of my. I think he's not really a sleeper, but he kind he didn't really prove that he is you know a, uh, a crazy workhorse back last year. He I think he averaged maybe ten to. 12 carries per game last year in that Mahomes offense and um he's a he's a decent runner he's a very uh, low he has a very low gravity and um to the, he's a low gravity to the ground so I'm trying to say um he's very versatile he's small which is a ver- uh, a big flaw but um <laughs> <laughs> if he is able to prove that he can be used more into that offense then I think that it will make him rise in fantasy in the, in the stock during the season. I think he's a big, uh, I think he can be trade value also. If you grab, if you grab him like in the third, fourth round, um, he's just, he's just shaky. I, I'm staying, I, I don't know if I'm staying away from him, but like, it just all depends on how Mahomes uses him and how Andy Reid wants to put him into the offense. Because we saw that when CEH was on the field, he still had, uh, um, Darrell Williams on his ass and he had Le'Veon Bell coming in, so Le'Veon Bell's gone. Um, now it's just Darrell Williams and Ceh, so maybe Ceh could take a step forward and be an RB two this year. But I have no idea. I'm I think very I think collectively, I think I think TFC is fading quite as ADP. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think way too high. I think it's way too high as well. Yeah. But there is there is ups with Clyde. They just got that O line redone, but like. I'm I'm just gonna stay away unless I get him at a really good value, mm-hmm. which I just know is not gonna happen because everyone loves Clyde. Everyone's gassing him up last year. I think a lot of people are only really gassing Clyde because of the fact he's on the Chiefs. Yeah. And if he wasn't on the Chiefs, guys, like put him on the. If, let's say he was playing for. Uh, I don't know. Let me say. Let's say Miles Sanders was on the team. A lesser oh, team. Yeah. Exactly. Like, let's say he was playing on the Eagles or something, and Miles Sanders was not there. He wouldn't be as high on our boards right now as he is in our rankings. Oh, he'd probably be in a so, committee, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, I, I wouldn't even be surprised. Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had a very disappointing season for, like, like in, at least in my eyes last year, especially as a running back on the Chiefs. Like, imagine if, like, any other running back in that class was drafted that team. Imagine Swift, Taylor, they would, they would be a god squad. Come on, bro. They would be a god squad. And even though they already are, this run game is, like, shit. It still is, and I I, I, I don't have huge beliefs in Clyde, only as, like, a pass catcher, and it still doesn't even, like, wow me. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, bro, the Chiefs are going to give him maybe this year and maybe maybe carries. even next year, and, he, like, like, I wouldn't be surprised 
Clyde Edwards Hilaire's career like trajectory turns into like a backup or one two yeah. punch in we'll, we'll one year, two years. Like I, I, I just don't. For think fantasy, I'm scared to grab him as my RB two. Dynasty, it's fine if maybe he'll he'll move. Some people are huge on Clyde. I, I just don't see it, bro. Um, just see I'm not it. a big fan of him just because of what I saw last year. Like it was scary to see those eight, nine, you know, seven point games and as my RB two. Like that's that's scary. Yeah, I don't want to see that this year. But if he is able. To take um, sh- uh, more strides forward with the new uh, revamped O line, and you know Patrick Mahomes still being a god, and using him very well, then yeah, maybe Clyde can be an RB two this the year. The scariest but, part is that he regressed. Um, yeah, from from the first part of the season. I remember week, down. Remember and week one, we were like, "Whoa, this kid can be this this kid's gonna be dangerous," and then. We saw him, you know, fall. It was against the Texans. Yeah, exactly. Which is the, like, the worst defense of all time. Mm-hmm. And literally, um, Clyde, got, Clyde had nine goal line carries all season, and like six or seven of them were in that week one game. And so that's bad. fucking horrible. That's awful. And um, everyone was like, oh, Le'Veon Bell was there. Bro, if that's, if that's the problem, <laughs> then, then you're not seeing the real problem here. So let's just send it to the next one. I'm 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 off Clyde right now. I'm off him. All right, moving on to Chris Carson. Um, we should fucking we should put Carson. Carson what are we talking about? Look, Carson looks crazy going into this year. So I like Carson more than Clyde. I would pick Carson. I do over too. Clyde too personally. I do and, too. But to the, an reason, the only thing, the only reason I'm not, I'm, I'm, no, I definitely would. But the reason why he's August little, you'll see it. In lower, August rankings you'll see. Isn't lower is because I don't like the old line. I hate the old line for the Seahawks. Right, it's true, and it's true. and Chris Carson also has injury bug. He, he doesn't have an injury bug. He does have an injury bug. Clyde doesn't. He well, Clyde, eh, a couple of games. But Carson for the past couple of years has had the injury bug. But last year during the beginning of the season, he was. Um, I'm pretty sure he was an RB ten. I'm pretty sure. He was oh, RB10. points per game. He was yeah. awesome. Yeah, he was so, fucking awesome. Um, Russell Wilson loves to use him, and also not a lot of competition behind him. Rashad Penny never he's panned the, out. No, no, no. He's the guy there. He's, he's the, guy. the guy. So probably we'll move him up in August. Um, but these are July rankings right what now. So, yeah, I don't fucking know. I, I was like, but wait, where's Chris Carson on the list? I, I, really, I really like Carson um, as my as a flex. I, I would. He's a fine love, RB too. I would love it. Yeah. He's a fine RB too. Mm-hmm. With uh, with with a stacked receiver core. Definitely or probably gonna Bro, move come him up. Definitely and he is quite the value this year, going at like the back end, of the third, yeah. early fourth round, when mm-hmm. you already have like. Your uh, your your key players already, mm-hmm. I bro, I wouldn't even mind it because when when you think about it, if you want to grab a good ass running back and a good ass receiver, and then there's the running back twos that we're gonna be t- we're, we're literally talking about for the past ten minutes, mm-hmm. Carson might be like the guy to look at. Uh, we, we he he's awesome with Russell Wilson, and he's 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 showing that he he literally can handle the whole uh, ru- uh running load, mm-hmm. and like. I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. Did you see those workout videos on yeah, Instagram, he's, bro? He's he is huge, a tank. Man. He is a tank. He makes Jadavion Clowney look skinny and yeah. fucking... <laughs> and, and weak, bro. Bro, he is a monster. We got him as our second flex in the pigskin league, bro. We're a big fan. RB3, whatever We're big fans of Carson, but we're hiding it, I guess. Yeah, we're kind of hiding We're it. showing him no love in these rankings. Maybe it'll... Maybe, we're maybe. definitely going to move him up. Yeah, I, I really didn't... I, I don't... I didn't realize that he was this far down. Uh, moving on to the next guy. I love this offense that he's in. Um, I think there's not Fucking really love a lot Carson. Of... Fucking love Carson. All right, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> the competition behind this man is not that crazy, and it's Miles Gaskin. Oh, um, Gaskin. Crazy Ooh. value in the fourth, fifth round, in my opinion, as being the RB1 in a new revamped Miami Dol- uh, <clears throat> Dolphins offense with Tua Tagovailoa in his second or third? Second year. Second year. Second year. So, 
Um, we saw that uh, Miles Gaskin is used in the passing game, and Salvin Ahmed and all those other guys, they didn't really know how to pass catch. So he's going to be on the field more. I think he's a nice uh, a flex spot right now. Um, slow RB2, very low RB2 right now. But last season, we saw how you know Gaskin kind of helped us save our season, got us into the playoffs. So it could definitely happen again. So um, watch out for him maybe moving into the you know, top 17, top 18 rankings. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, things with Gaskin, like, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Gaskin believer. Though, like, like, the guys who draft Gaskin are, like, the cool guys, you know? It, if you really know how talented this kid is and what he can do, like, like, like he was a top three running back scorer in the championship week. Like, like I, I, I really don't like if, you, if you're just going to fade Gaskin because, like, he's Miles Gaskin and you might not even know him. Mm-hmm. Like, look into this kid. He he's a baller. The the teams that get him at the true value are going to be the best teams. I I I saw a team like like Fending's team last year. It was like um it was like a stacked it it was like it was like a, it was like Zeke or no it was Aaron Jones, Jones it was Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones and Gaskin and yeah. he was running it. Mm-hmm. If if you can like line up like two stud receivers, top running back, and then get Gaskin in the fourth round, bro, that's yeah, a god squad. That's nice in my opinion. I'm mm-hmm. a, I, I'm a big fan of him. I think he can handle an RB two on any team. If if you get him at the right spot, I I wouldn't like a reach on Gaskin, but he's a true look, value. I want to look up something right now because I don't. I'm pretty sure we never used him as the sleeper Saturday. This no, 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 we did. We like talked this, about him. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't remember. I just want to see. About I, I believe see, episode three. I just want to see how many touchdowns he got last year. Because sure. I want to see if he needs to get that up. I'll go. Okay, on that's the one thing. So that's probably the reason why we have him a little lower is his touchdown. Um, his touchdown potential. He only had three touchdowns last year. That's really bad for fantasy. But um, if he can get that up, that could be very good. And he only had a, he had 142 attempts on. Uh, but he only came up in like I'm pretty sure like the week six, and then he got he got hurt for four weeks, and then, well, this kid actually performed pretty well. He's for, great. He had 19 in week five, 16 in week six. He had 12 in week eight. Thir- 14 in week One 13. of those waiver heroes from last year. And then in the championship game, he had 35, which mm-hmm. is actually crazy. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Um, he was position ranked 25 last year. We're moving him up to 21 this year for July. As and of right now. As, as of right now. now he's, yes. got, he's got all the potential to move up any any couple spots. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to let you know right now. Do your work on Gaskin. Take a good look into him. He could be a household name uh, by the end of the year. I can see he's a top 25 back. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. All right, uh, moving on to another rookie who we at the TFC, we love, and a lot of pe- I think he's getting a lot of hate because he, they don't think he's going to get a lot of opportunity. But in PPR standards, he is kind of like a little receiver, and he's a Kamara-esque type of talent, and that's Travis Etienne. A lot of people have him out of the top 25 th- this year. Don't be like he, he has the potential of being a top 20 running back with T-Law. Like, I feel like th- that connection is very good. I think this bullshit about James Robinson. James Robinson is probably just going to keep ETN healthy, and I think ETN's going to take his job. That's why we have him at 22 this year. All in on ETN this year. Yeah, man. We have all four in our in our Dynasty League, and they're mm-hmm. all young. I fucking love it. I, 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 can't stress. Ex- I, I can't stress enough that you guys are fucking sleeping on Travis ETN in this offense. And I, I've said it so many times past, and... Like we said it on the sleeper Saturday that um that he's the most undervalued back this year I I would say personally yeah 
Um, he's he's going behind people that aren't even on this list, mm-hmm. and he's falling into like the, the I'm pretty sure the six six sixth round, round type. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Seven, maven, maybe seventh. Seven, like, so that's like RB four. Yeah, if you're in a league with a bunch of old heads or whatever, your friends that don't really look into it, bro, grab ETN in the later rounds. You might even be able to get him off the bench, man. That that's how undervalued he is. I think I've I've spoken about this before, but like ET, if you're in a keeper league, ETN if he balls out this year, it's a great keeper for next year. Yeah, no that's doubt. All I'm saying. Um, I I love the Clemson continuity. Mm-hmm. I talked that's, about that a hundred times, and then yeah, ETN and. Just don't look back. He's going to be an awesome running back this year. And I, I, I'm really not in on James Washington, uh, James Washington, James Robinson at all this year. And he might, he might, he might still a couple goal line carries, but this is the transcendent talent that they drafted with a first round, first round grade. Mm-hmm. And they drafted uh, him in the first round. Obviously they're going to use him. Mm-hmm. If they thought James Robinson was a third down back, they wouldn't have drafted ETM. And that's just talent. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, uh, coach, um, uh, what's his name? Urban Meyer. Uh, Meyer. He has a plan for this offense. What he wants to see. What um, what what he wants these certain key players to do. They brought in Marvin Jones. They're gonna use him in his certain way. They they brought in Travis Etienne. I think they get. I think they got a huge game plan for Etienne, and it, it it's just gonna it's gonna be an awesome year for Lawrence and the Jaguars and Etienne. I I, I think that I think it's they're literally building Clemson. I love part it. Two. <laughs> I it's love literally it. Clemson part two. If only they drafted T Higgins last year. The Jaguars offense is going to be so interesting <laughs> to watch this year and I think it's going to be really fun too cuz like I just want to see what ETN could do with T Law. It's crazy. On an NFL it's crazy. Offense. Oh, I'm so excited to watch the Jaguars yeah, this year, right? What? Isn't that insane? It's ridiculous. All right, but let's go to the next one. Moving on to Mr. Mike Davis, uh quad what do you call himself the quad father? The quad father. The quad father. father. Um he was decent last year. He can't, you know, he he came up for um, CMC when he went down, and he was fantasy relevant. Um, he was he's used in the PPR game, and that's why we have him where we have him. But um, I think Matt Ryan likes to throw his receivers a lot more than his running backs. We saw last year he didn't throw to Todd Gurley. Um, he didn't. I don't even know who was behind Todd Gurley last year, honestly. Um, but now it's Mike Davis. Um, he's still going to personally probably be the third down back. Uh, the thing is with. With Mike Davis is if he doesn't get his targets and he doesn't get his touchdowns, I'm looking at like 15 carries for 50 yards, almost like that. That's his. That's he's, what he's gonna get those catches though. We 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 talked about him on a Super Saturday. The thing is, they brought in Arthur Arthur Smith, which is gonna make it more run friendly offense. Mm-hmm. And Mike Davis is gonna have his games. It is what it is. But he's just gonna be a. A like low scoring, like he's, he's, like, he's more of a four play every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not he's he's not that boom type of player, but you know what you're gonna but, get with him. But he's also the type of running back who couldn't give you five points one week, and yeah. you just have to deal with it. And he could be the running back to give you like twenty plus points. Exactly. Week. So, so like he could expect, be very expect the inconsistencies. Yes. But like he could still find himself easily in the top twenty five with the with with um with the the high four plays or whatever. Yeah. And like, like, like maybe he has some consistent weeks and he has a, a decent year. He will yeah. finish top 25. Just, just, just cause he's going to get like all the attempts, all the, all the targets, yeah. all the backfield. And Matt, and Matt Ryan's going to have to take some pressure off. Just I check was, down a little know, bit. After McCaffrey went down and Mike Davis, you know, was the new running back for the Panthers. You know, he impressed me. He impressed me a little bit, but then he fell off. And then I was like, okay, all right. Now I'm starting to see who he is and, what he can do now he's on the Falcons. Prove me wrong, man. Have a great season, and yeah. then maybe I'll prove I'll me wrong too. Exactly, because we're not very high on you right now. That's why we have you with twenty three. But if he you know balls out, then fuck it, we'll move him up. Yeah. All right, number twenty four, Cream Hunt. 
guys, he's a he's a the best cuff back in the league. That's that's just what it is. And he's he he he's out of that cuff territory. He's more of a standalone value. Like like, like because you know of what I mean? PPR. Yeah. Now it won't be a split workload. We all know that it's yeah. it's gonna be uh, honestly to me it's probably gonna be seventy thirty with Chubb and, Chubb and Hunt. Mm-hmm. But um, Kareem Hunt showed that when Chubb, when Hunt uh, when Chubb went down that he can be an RB one. Like everyone saw that, and um, he's huge with the, the passing game. So they're I think they're gonna use him on long third down um plays. If they need to throw like a screen or something, he might be used very well in that. He's a versatile running back. Um, he has a bad track record, but um, we'll we'll see how he uh, pans out this year. I'm not huge on him. I I wouldn't mind him as my RB four. Yeah, it's fine. I wouldn't be happy starting him every week. That's scary in my opinion. Yeah, some of so, yeah yeah. I was about to say like like I give him a nod at the flex some weeks. Depending on the matchup, depending on um, like 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 if Cleveland's gonna blow out a team, they're gonna they're gonna use both running backs mm-hmm. uh, a lot. It's amazing O line. It's it, it's a good situation. He's he's a very talented running back. He would, it, it, if he was on his own team, he'd be, he'd be much farther up these rankings. He's a great running back. Um, I I mean you saw, uh, everything in in if Hunt was the RB one last year, so I I expect major regression. Mm-hmm. Throughout the year, but yep. he's gonna be that consistent ish RB four for you. Is Cream Hunt? I agree on, with you with that. Is Cream Hunt on the the path of getting only maybe like seven hundred yards this year and like five touchdowns? Is uh, that what did he even at? have seven hundred yards last year? I, I have no idea. Let's look that up, shall we? I, I I I don't think he did honestly. Let's see what Kareem Hunt put up last. But year. he put up eight hundred forty one. Oh, eight hundred forty yards. Yeah, okay. on one hundred ninety eight attempts. Okay. That's going down. I I don't That's see him. Down. I, I don't see. I can see him maybe that. getting 120, 130 carries. Yeah. and then it's all chub. Mm-hmm. So I can see in the seven seven hundred to and five touchdown range, which is around 280, 200 points. Nothing crazy. Um, his best game was against Baltimore, which is crazy. But that was only because of the fact that he was used in the um PBR game. He had seven for seventy seven. And then he went six for thirty three on the and ground for twenty eight points. That's what you and want. That was his ceiling. And that's what you want. That yeah. Was it. Yep. Against the Jets, he only put a four for eleven with one touchdown, which up being back. That was fourteen. That's he. He might. He might end up being that you have to. Yeah, he's got to get on the field, and he's got. He might. He might be a t- touchdown dependent guy, man. This year mm-hmm. with Trump back, so who knows? I would be. Position like ten. Like like I I know a lot of people are gonna be like oh Kareem Hunt is 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 the better running back or whatever. I don't know. People are crazy, uh, like but I don't, I, I don't know, man. It's just. He's very confusing, guys. I like I, I like I like receivers right in now. the area more than wh- where where people Cream are Hunt taking three months. So the value ADP for me is too high. Yeah, yeah. All right, last guy to wrap it up. Um, this is a guy we just threw in at the ending because of Cam Akers um being out for the season, and that is James Conner. Listen, guys, I don't know too much about James Conner. We just threw him in because Chris is really big on him. I know he has. I'm not te- really big on him. I know he just said he's like, the guy like, out of the all guy, these yeah, guys. Guy, out of all these guys, yeah, he's all the guys. dude. Yes, exactly. Um, he has TD potential, but he has Edmonds also there for in the PPR game. You know, Kyle Murray likes to run the ball a lot too. Um, but we have him there personally just because of the fact that if he stays healthy and he could get those goal line carries, he could be a fantasy relevant and top twenty five running back. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, crazy no to say. We've seen we we we've seen a Pro Bowl season from Connor before. Um, I I don't see the workload being anywhere as close as that year with the Steelers, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like. I feel like Edmonds is going to keep him healthy and keep him uh, like fresh fresh legs going in and out. He's going to steal all the goal line carries. Chase Edmonds can't. Uh, he doesn't get goal line carries for Dick. And fucking 
Uh, Kyler Murray runs it in himself, like you said. Uh, I, I, I just feel like he's, he, like, I think that was a really good uh, destination for him to land in free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he would be the guy, like, my nod to, to slide in that 25 spot. Like, if just Edmonds like, was irrelevant, if, if, let's say Edmonds was irrelevant, I think James Conner could be a decent running back, but he could also be like a David Chase Johnson. Chase Edmonds you know? could be irrelevant this mm-hmm. year, and it could be all James Conner. Yeah. Did we even talk about Leonard Fournette? Is Leonard Fournette not on this list? No, we did not. Maybe we just throw Fournette there, honestly, over Connor, because I like Fournette's value very, very much, and he's on a Super Bowl offense. Connor just turned into an honorable mention to this. List. <laughs> we talked Sorry, about James We talked about Leonard Fournette on a sleeper Saturday. He should be a little bit higher on this list. We're 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 gonna update it a little bit In closer August. for the August rankings. Yes. It's probably gonna be the first or second week of August, um, just before all your drafts, so you guys are covered, um. But yeah, we talked about Leonard Fournette on and on on that Sleeper Saturday. I think that was episode two. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was episode two. So check that out. Um, player spotlight has not come out yet for him or anything like that. But we are like I, I kind of put Justin on to the late like eight nine round for I just like his value. I, I, his value I like it great. too. I like it too. And like I I think I think he's he's low key taking the job there. Like I'm not scared of Rojo. Um, Rojo's. Like falling in line, Leonard Fournette's obviously the more talented back, mm-hmm. and um, like this Bucks offense hasn't reached his potential yet, but nope. maybe it will this year. And uh, like, 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 imagine he gets that workhorse role, and like uh, Jones turns out to be the handcuff, and you're drafting them in the same round. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wasn't wowed with with Rojo, and he's gonna get his he's gonna get a lot of touches this year, but like, I think Fournette's gonna trump him. Like, like overall with carries, mm-hmm. rushing yards, rushing TDs. All that, and he can pass catch. We yes, we we, we seen Leonard Fournette in years past have awesome fantasy seasons, and that could be a great value in the later rounds. I kind of like him more than like Kareem Hunt too. Yeah. So like so. we'll 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 update the rankings for August. August, but as of right now, those are the rankings. This is what we got, and I hope y'all enjoyed. We got the wire receiver rankings drop. We're gonna we're gonna record it tomorrow. We're gonna put it out tomorrow. We're also gonna drop these rankings um on the Instagram, and you guys can comment to see if you guys agree. Well, you don't agree, and then maybe we'll take in that into consideration, and um, we'll move people up, we'll move people down, we'll see what happens. Yeah, of course. Uh, th- thank you guys for keeping up with Instagram. Uh, I-, I love the community. Um, Hope you guys and, love our and, all, and all the feedback. The-, the spotlights are fire, the reels are fire, and there's more to come for both of them. Mm-hmm. Just to get you guys ready, we got we got our rankings coming out. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna do some fun posts. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do some collabs with. Um, with other um, fantasy uh, guys you yeah. probably heard of it when we did the Pigskin League. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got a lot of ideas coming. and We also have our Redraft League. We do have a lot league, of leagues coming up. Our, our, um, it's getting weird, there, man. Only tight end league, maybe flex this year, NTJ Browns League. So we got a lot coming, and we, we're going to enjoy it. And I hope you guys stay tuned. Yeah, and that about wraps it up. I'm Chris. I'm Justin. It's the Fantasy Charger. Peace.